Howdy, everybody. This is Zach. And this is Peyton. And welcome back to the ER, or Everything Ranked, the podcast. This week, we are coming at you with our top 10, drumroll, Marvel Heroes. Yay! Yeah! You guys can't see this, but Peyton just like fist pumped the air. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say this to start off the show. Definitely go over to Instagram right now. I'll know if you do it or not. And follow us. Um, It is the ER pod. T-H-E-E-R-P-O-D. And we have a post already saying what the uh, this episode is so if you're listening then you already know what it is but if you're not well you probably won't be on our instagram but yeah i don't know what i'm trying to say <laughs> anyway we're we have that post and then we're also going to have a post that um says it has both of our list and you guys we want you to comment underneath those lists give us your list and you might get featured on the show so do it now it's time to get started. All right. Like I said, this week is Marvel Heroes. This is our Marvel Month theme. And um, let's get right into it. Start us off, Peyton. All right. Coming in at number 10, part of our... What's our name for this again? Can remind him, Zach. The Prayer Room. The Prayer Room. All right. At number 10, I have Hulk. Ooh. He is my number 10. All right. So for my reason for being number 10, I was there was a couple characters I thought about putting here, some that didn't quite make the list. But I went with Hulk because he is one of the biggest like evolving, changing characters, I feel like, in the MCU. Even though he doesn't have any solo things about him, like he's in the Avengers movies, he's in Thor Ragnarok, but... He has his own movie. I don't count that. <laughs> That's not him. I will say Edward Norton changed his looks a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, in my opinion, that is not him. All right, so um, anyway, uh, I, I like just watching his story happen, like um, from going being normal Hulk to being able to not go uh, back to Bruce to being able to not go back to Hulk. And then finally, my personal favorite version, Professor Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's been really cool. And I really like Professor Professor Hulk now. I think he's cool. And uh, I really like the scenes in Endgame with him. I thought he was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so the number 10, Hulk. Hulk's a good one. I like Hulk. He didn't make my list. <laughs> a little spoiler, but I do like Hulk. Okay. My number 10 is, I feel like somebody who probably isn't going to make a lot of people's top 10 list, but I love him, and I think he deserves to be here. Mine is Doctor Strange. So, what I have for Doctor Strange is, one, I just think he's a really good character, and um, he's been good so far, and I love his powers. I just love that he kind of introduced that magic part of Marvel into the MCU, and his arc so far has been really cool to see because he went from that, you know, first off, Tony Stark-type character where he's pretty selfish, just thinking about himself and all that stuff, and then he loses his hands, and then since then he's been somebody who has just been a team player I love the little feud with Tony Stark he had, and uh, I'm ready to see kind of how that plays out with Peter in the upcoming movie, because we've seen in the trailer, they kind of put it in the past, but it's still a little weird. I think that's going to be good. The reason I have him at 10 and not higher is because he's still got some pretty scary 
tendencies. Like one, obviously he's um he started fighting with Tony off rip just right when they met. They started feuding. Um, two, and it's a pretty big one, would be giving up the time stone to Thanos. It's something that obviously he knows what's happening and he knows that's the only way to win. But it's like, um, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. And then um, also I think that we're going to see casting the spell in No Way Home. It's kind of foreshadowing a little bit. That's going to, I mean, it's going to bring the multiverse in. So I think that those tendencies are really kind of making his character less and less likable. But I love Doctor Strange. I think he's a great character. You got any thoughts on him? He almost made my top ten, but uh, I don't know. He just wasn't wasn't there for me. Yeah, he's kind of new too, so it's like, yeah, yeah. All right. So moving on to number nine for me, I have Falcon. Ooh. All right. Um, I would say a few months ago he definitely would not have been in my top ten, but after the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, he moved up. Um, I really liked how he took the mantle, of Captain America. I feel like he was really ready to represent. Um, and I really liked his uh, friendship with uh, Bucky in the show. Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. I hope it continues to be like that in the new movie yeah. um, when it comes out. I don't even know if they've came up with a date for that. But Well, they actually, Marvel put out, or not put out, but there are four new dates for 2025, I want to say. Came okay, out. so maybe then. I think it's one of those, probably. So, yeah, I'll be excited to see what happens in that one, but... Um, yeah, his friendship with Bucky, I really liked in that show. And I think um, he can be moving up even more, possibly, depending on how that movie is. But yeah, so at number nine, I have Falcon. I think my favorite part with Falcon in the show is when they're doing that little therapy thing. And they, yeah. he's like, no, you want to get close? Let's get close. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's awesome. And Falcon. I also do love Anthony Mackie as, as an actor. Yeah, he is awesome. He is hilarious. Southern boy like us. I'm not very proud of that. <laughs> All right, my number nine. This is going to be a um, a controversial one. This is going to be a hot take. People aren't going to like this, but it is what it is. All right. Okay. My number nine is Captain America. I don't like that. Yeah, I know you wouldn't. I personally have never been the biggest Captain America fan. He's just he's been one of my, you know. Not bottom tier Avengers, but one of my Avengers I've never absolutely loved. Um, usually, when I watch Civil War, I end up on the other side, on Iron Man's side, kind of you know how we talked about last week. You end up on one side, and um, I think it really comes from how much he defends Bucky. And I know that Bucky ends up, you know, being good and all that stuff, but it's like I just don't see how you can defend him when he's done all this terrible stuff. Personally, but. That, that's one thing that's um, kind of held me back on him. But, I mean, throughout the movies, he has awesome movement, moments. Um, one of my favorites, one of like the funny ones, is when they're in Infinity War in the battle and Groot comes up and Groot goes, you know, I am Groot. And he goes, I am Steve Rogers. Yeah, that is yeah. hilarious. Obviously, um, wielding, oh, my God, how do you say it? Moner? 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 The owner? <laughs> we can't say it. Wielding Thor's hammer. <laughs> um, that when that happens, I remember the movie theater went crazy, and I was somebody who was brand new to Marvel at that point, and I kind of understood why that was such a big deal. It was awesome to see, and also another point. I love that he's not racist. Like that's just great. Because yeah. I mean, think about the time he was in, and then he was frozen for that long, and then we see kind of through the movies, he never showed really any sign of that. 
which maybe that's just Marvel. Yeah. But still, I think that's good character development. He gave a shield to, obviously, Falcon, who is black, which is awesome. Any thoughts? I know you hate it. But. <laughs> I'll have my thoughts later. All right. Number eight for me is... I was kind of surprised to put him this high, honestly. Ain't, uh, my number eight is Ant-Man. Um, while I'm not a huge fan of his movies, which are two of my like bottom ten, at least, I would yeah. say, um, I really like the character Ant-Man. Uh, maybe it's because Paul Rudd. That could be a big possibility, okay, honestly. he's 50. <laughs> yeah, that really. Young. But I... Because I'm a big Paul Rudd fan. Um, how could you not love Paul Rudd? Mm-hmm. But um, in Ant-Man and the um, Avengers movies in Civil War, he's in... He is just hilarious, and like I feel like he's just a great like character in all those movies. Um, but I like I liked seeing Ant Man kind of having the coming up with the plan, not the whole plan, but just the idea of it for Endgame, like showing a he was a big part of the group because he really wasn't a huge part of Avengers up until then. Like I don't even think he was in yeah. any of the other ones besides I guess Civil War. Um, but I thought it was really cool to see like it. Um, his part in that, and uh, I thought he did a cool job with the um, figuring out the quantum realm and all that stuff. But uh, I think maybe the new movie is gonna be a lot better because, especially like Kang, yeah, which was in uh, Loki, yeah, and it's Quantum Mania. So I feel like finally they might have a quality movie. Let's hope. But uh, yeah, Ant Man at eight. All right. I'm not going to give my thoughts because my number eight is Ant-Man as well. Oh, what is the odds? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, kind of like you said, he is a hilarious character. He's got a good arc in the movies so far. His movies are shit. They're awful. They are not good. Um, yeah, the villains in those movies are not good. The side characters, especially like Luis and um, the Russian guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah, he was cool in What If. Though. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But um, I mean, they, they're great. But Hope isn't that great. Um, Dr. Pym yeah. isn't that great. But um, I like his story a lot. Kind of how he is in jail a lot. And he's finally trying to get better. Um, he's trying to do that because of his daughter. He loves her and wants to be with her all the time. Um, so I really like that in a story. But I mean, yeah, kind of all the same things you said. Paul Rudd is great. He is just an amazing actor. Love him. So is number eight Ant-Man or Paul Rudd? I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll just put an asterisk in our list. Ant-Man slash Paul Rudd. <laughs> All right. Well, that finishes off our prayer room. Now we're moving into the observation unit. All right. So at number seven, from one of my favorite movies, I am going to be Rocket. Wow. So number seven, Rocket. I was um really loved seeing Rocket not uh, – after Guardians being in Infinity War with uh, Thor and Groot having such a big part and like um and in Endgame he was a huge part of both of those movies which I really didn't expect honestly going into either of them seeing Rocket that much but um I loved love his uh like banter and like just his whole, whole interaction with anybody because he's just not gonna take anything mm-hmm. he's gonna 100% give it right back it's it's hilarious and I love it um but also in Guardians, when he, anytime they have a plan and he wants them to steal just something random, that is the best part. Like he needs that guy's leg. Oh, I'll get that arm. <laughs> the arm that was, I just love that that part of it. But um, and his relationship with Groot is one of one of my favorites in the MCU. Honestly, going from um Guardians one when Groot is like, uh, adult Groot 
and then from him taking care of him as he like grows into baby Groot and teen Groot. I just love that dynamic. So number seven, Rocket. Wow. Rocket's a good one. I love Rocket. <laughs> my number seven, this is kind of weird, but mine's different. My number seven is also a Guardians character. You're going to hate it. I know you are because just I know. But my number seven is Star-Lord. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, Star-Lord, again, is another great story. He's from Earth and his mom dies. His dad is a planet at that point who is obviously not around. So um, Yondu takes him and raises him up as, what are they called, the Ravengers? Yeah, Ravengers. Yeah. And um, I don't know his obviously he's he's hilarious. I don't think I need to be need to even say that. Um, I love it when he finds out that he's kind of half a god from holding the power stone. That was that is the power stone, right? The purple yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. But um, love that he kind of finds out that he's a half god there. Um, he would be higher, but for me, he just he just doesn't beat out the people above. For me, mm-hmm. yeah, I all my people above, I love a lot more. And, um, but yeah, that's my, my number seven. All right. Moving on to my number six. My number six is going to be Black Panther. Um, honestly, I am really sad that we won't get to see more of his story in the MCU because mm-hmm. he was really starting to become my favorite, one of my favorites. I love um, Chadwick. But with Black Panther, I just like seeing his, like, you got to see the beginning. His dynamic was like his father and like he was trying to protect him and all that. And then seeing his father die and the links he would go to find uh, Bucky and try to get justice for him. Mm. And then just realizing like over the time of that movie, what the right thing was to do and take uh, eventually like taking in Zemo instead of killing him. But um, I just thought he started off as such like a badass in civil war. He was so cool. Um, and, and then in black Panther, I thought, he was one of my just favorite – like, I liked his solo story, um, seeing him become king and then um, having to, like, fight back for it against Killmonger. And uh, and then at the end, how he starts the outreach to other countries and uh, tries to, like, progress him into the future. So I just think all around I really like his character and the development he had. So I'm going to go number six, Black Panther. So uh, people are going to think that we cheated – Oh, because my number six is also Black wow. Panther. <laughs> we did not look at each other's list before this. I promise. I made mine a week ago after we recorded our first episode, and then you literally just finished yours up. Yep. So, and we we haven't looked at each other's. But yeah, my number six is Black Panther as well. He's just a character that you love. Like from when he stepped foot into the MCU, it's like wow, he is awesome. Um, you know his story in Civil War, like you said, with his dad dying. And then him going, doing whatever he can to um, get justice from Bucky. Um, and then him making amends with Bucky in Infinity War. You know, having Bucky stay there in Wakanda and kind of get better. And then giving him the Wakandan arm. Um, and then again, learning, like you said, learning where he comes from in his movie. You get to see, um, I think at the very beginning, it's like his dad, right? Yeah, yeah. You get to see that. And obviously you get to see him go through everything in Black Panther Becoming king, losing it, winning it back, and then, like you said, starting the outreach. It's yeah, his whole story is awesome, and um, I I really like how he's the first really big black hero ever. 
Yeah. Like before him, there really wasn't anybody. And the next one would be like Falcon yeah. or War Machine. Yeah. And um, I mean, there's never really been that. So that's been a really good thing. I know I, I'm a teacher for people who don't know. And my kids, I work in a really like a heavily populated African-American area. And people love him or the kids love him. And they all look up to him, which is really cool to see. Love Chadwick. The fact that he's, first of all, he's from South Carolina, which is really cool. He's from Anderson, which is right near where I used to live. And um, the fact that he did all those movies with stage four cancer, never heard anything about it. Never, nobody knew except for the people on set. And everybody was like that tight lipped about it. It was crazy because that's something you, you're going to hear about. And we didn't know until he died, sadly. Um yeah, wish we were going to be getting more from him. I'm ready to see what the next movie is going to be about, though. I'm kind of ready to see. Yeah. I guess it's going to be more Wakanda-centered, yeah. and I'm ready to see how they do it. All right, moving on to my number five. I am going with Captain America. So, Captain America, he has some of my favorite moments in the MCU. For example, when he picks up Milner in Endgame. I mean, why could we not just, say that five minutes? Ago? I don't know, <laughs> but that I just love when that happens. The elevator fight scene in Winter yeah. Soldier, God, that one is just amazing. But I just, um, and of course, he's just Captain America. Like, how can you not love Captain America? Even though some of us have him low on our list, but yep. I mean, he he's just amazing. Um, I would say there was sometimes I wasn't huge fans of him. You know, when he defended Bucky so harshly. I mean, I can see why he did it. It's his friend, but. At the same time, he, Bucky did some pretty evil things. Yeah, pretty so, bad. Kind of bad. Kind of bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I just feel like it's hard to make a list without Captain America in my top five. Um, and he really becomes just a badass in Infinity War and then especially in Endgame. I would say I really like the scene in, um, in Infinity War when it's Scarlet Witch is facing off against those Thanos, Thanos um, minions, I guess you would call them. I don't know what you would call them. The, the Black Order, I think is what their name is. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then the train comes by, and he, he like, steps out of the darkness. That that was a great moment. I will say that's my favorite look of him. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the dark suit and the long hair, the beard, he looked great. Yeah, I really do like that um, look, too. But I, I will say my number four my number five, I switch back and forth a couple times. And the reason my Captain America is at five is because his ending – wasn't my favorite, I would say, the way he yeah. goes back in time and lives. I mean, it's cool, but then I'm just like, how? How did this all work? I would like them to explain it more, but um, yeah, so that's why he's at number five. And see, that's one of those reasons why I have Endgame at number two, because that's just, that's something to me that's <laughs> like huge, but I guess we, we might see, we might not see, who knows? Yeah. My number five is Thor, Odin's son. A little lower than I think a lot of people would have them, but I, I like my reasons. Um, one, I think I need to say this off off bat. Ragnarok and Avengers movies for him saved this character for me because his movies are terrible. But seeing him in the Avengers movies, he you know kind of is awesome. And then obviously Ragnarok was great. Um, he's a great character. He comes with a lot of baggage though. Because you've got kind of the expectations from his dad of what he should be. And um, you got Loki, who is um, obviously in the first 
first Avengers and the first Thor and kind of the second Thor where he's a thorn in his side and it's like, this is your brother. You know, how can you be great if this is your brother? That sort of thing. He obviously loves a human, which I think for Asgardians is a problem. Yeah. Um, he loses his home in um, the end of Ragnarok. Um, he loses Mjolnir and then he loses the Thanos. So yeah. he, he comes with a lot of baggage. Um, he creates some really good humor and dialogue in the movies, though. Like, I, I'm thinking back to Infinity War when he just comes into the battle and he sees Cap. And he's like, I see you copy my beard. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That and then the, um, oh, his, some of his one liners with Rocket in that same movie. Oh, yeah. They're so good. Um, his battle performance is amazing, even as Fat Thor. Mm. He is awesome. And yeah. Infinity War, especially when he comes in and I mean, he's literally the one who has the chance to save the entire universe right there. And then we see what happens. But um, and his, then his battle scene in Infinity War, when he comes in to yeah. uh, Wakanda. Yeah, that is just. Mm. Yeah. And then even in Endgame as Fat Thor, he is really awesome. Um, what are your thoughts on Fat Thor, though? We'll get to those for me. <laughs> if you want to go ahead and give yours, I, I I have my opinions later on. But okay. you go ahead. Okay. Um, I don't know how I feel about Fat Thor. I mean, I think that he he started off really weird, and I was like, "What the hell is going on?" But then he ended the movie. For, I mean, as good as normal, I would say. I'm trying to see what the um the next movie was it. Thor Love and Thunder. I'm kind of ready to see what it brings to see if he can move up on my list because the person below him, I think, is going to be a shocker for people on my list. But, yeah. All right. Coming in for number four for me is Iron Man. So, um, my number four is Iron Man. He barely edges out Captain America, and that is because he I liked his ending more than I liked Captain America's. Yeah. The way he sacrifice, sacrifices himself to save everyone. That whole scene, just the the way he steals the stones back um, and then the I am Iron Man. I mean, yeah. I don't know if he, that might be the best line in all of MCU possibly, but that whole that is one of the reasons he's up to number four. And then also in his solo movies and in all the Avengers, he's just hilarious. I mean, he's just like just such a great character. And... uh I love how just I think we mentioned this on the last episode how just Robert Downey is just like Iron Man yeah. like it just fits the part perfectly I feel yeah. like um, and another it's like Heath Ledger as Joker mm. like Joaquin did great but Heath Ledger is a Joker Robert, yeah. if somebody else were to play Iron Man they might do a good job but we'll we're still gonna see Iron Man as RDJ yeah and then also another thing I love about Iron Man is the way he mentored Spider Man at yeah. near the end and just kind of like taught him everything and made him suits that that peter didn't even know about i just thought that that was super cool um and yeah so that's what i will go iron man at four over captain america all right my number four this is probably going to be i don't know i think that people love this character but i don't think that they see him in this top 10 a lot of times i put him here for certain reasons and i'll tell you what those are in a second but no, my number four is the other asgardian who's not really an asgardian loki mm. um now again i think some people would probably put him in either a villains list or maybe even just a side character list but i think that him 
his big roles that he's had, especially in um, Ragnarok. I mean, I wouldn't say Infinity War was a big role, but in Ragnarok, what happened in Endgame, and then obviously his own show yeah. and kind of how that happened. I think that he can get a spot on this hero's list. But um, this is another character who's got a great arc. He goes from doing Thanos' work and you know having that whole battle in New York in the first Avengers to trying to kill him and dying for it, which for this character is like, wow, that, that's like a huge turnaround. Because if you know this character, then you're like, that would never happen. And then it does. Um, his show was amazing. He's hilarious. He, he is a great character. I love that he's confirmed bisexual because we don't have any LGBT confirmed representation in the MCU. I know there's rumors with Captain Marvel and Valkyrie, but hopefully we'll see in Captain Marvel too. Or Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, he has more big potential for another huge redemption arc. He's already kind of had one. But I guess seeing where his show goes and then seeing what happens in Thor, Love, and Thunder and whatever other movies he could be in, he's got that chance again to become the hero. Um, you know, and he kind of did at the end of his show. He really did. I don't think he was where... I don't think he was at the same place hero-wise that he was at the beginning of Infinity War. But, um, you know, he was still the good guy. I will agree that you you could consider him a hero. I personally did not. That's why I didn't put him on my list. But I will say you could definitely put him in that category. Based off, especially recently, with especially Ragnarok and his show, obviously. Um, So, yeah. Uh, That is going to end off our observation unit. All right, now moving into major trauma, our top three. Peyton, time for you to kick us off. All right, with my number three, we have Thor, who was already mentioned by Zach. Who is Thor? Thor was your five, is that right? Yes. So I got Thor at three. Um, Thor took a huge leap, like you said, after Ragnarok, in my opinion. Um, That movie sealed him being top three for me. Um, and ever since that movie, I feel like his character just gets better and better with each movie. So you asked me how I f- felt about Fat Thor. Yeah. I personally love Fat Thor. I feel like that's the first time we like really see like a character just go through so much adversity and like how it actually like affects him. Like he, uh, he ends up becoming uh, just a slob, just doesn't have the motivation to do anything, sits around drinks beer all day eats pizza like it is just it is just crazy to see with a god a little god in the mcu like just turn into that but um and then the way he comes back in the just that one movie into turning into a badass once again at the end in the final fight um and just seeing that lightning course through him that is just a great moment yeah and then also i really like in Thor Ragnarok, the same thing when he realizes his powers aren't just a hammer, mm-hmm. and he—he—it's actually him. I really like that scene, so um, that's why I'm gonna go three Thor. All right. Oh, and also my one of my favorite just like going back and forth scenes between two characters involves him, and that's at the end of Endgame with him and uh, Star Lord. I just love that part. Yeah, their little fighting feud thing is pretty good. All right, so my number three 
is Iron Man. Now, my top three are pretty cemented. I don't think that I could move any of these people around. Um, maybe two and three could move, but for me, I don't think so. I think that they're pretty cemented. But my number three is Iron Man. Like we've said a few minutes ago and last week, casting is perfect. RDJ is Iron Man. He is somebody who can't be recast. Um, even if they do, like in the future, end up recasting him, we're still going to see Iron Man as RDJ. Kind of like I you know, said with the Joker. Heath Ledger's the Joker. Iron Man is RDJ. Um, and his arc is just the best arc. Um, again, from selfish playboy to sacrificing his life for the universe. You know, he kind of shows Cap and with that callback from the first Avengers that he is willing to make the sacrifice play. And that's exactly what he did. The way that he had that final little bout with Thanos, took the stones from him. Oh my God, I'm seeing it now, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's on his knees and they charge up on his fist and he goes, I am Iron Man snaps. Oh, man, that cements him as honestly, he's probably the most legendary person that's ever going to be in the MCU because of that right there. I know we still got a lot to go and what's coming, but that play right there is hard to top. It, it really is. And then seeing, you know, his little death scene, but that's hard to watch for me because I don't know. You just, you see, you kind of get to see the sum of all his relationships because. The big one for me is seeing Peter come up to him because it's like, man, you see Peter's really hurting from this. And you get to see how strong their relationship was because you really don't – you get glimpses of it, but you don't realize it until Spider-Man dies in Infinity War when he comes back in Endgame and then when Iron Man dies. It's like, wow, they were very close. Um, something I wish they really would have highlighted a little bit more. Um, I kind of like the way they did it, but if they would have shown it a little bit more. That would make me really happy. But, um, yeah, every time he touched the screen, he was amazing. And he was in so many movies, so we got so much of him. Um, and I really like that you get throughout the movies, you get to see his emotional side. Starting in Iron Man 3, where he's dealing with depression and anxiety from the fight, that the New York fight, um, going into some other movies like Civil War, you get to see how having that woman come up to him at that little expo really affects him. And he goes on to help make the Soviet, Soviet, no, Sokovia, Sokovia Accords. I cannot talk today. <laughs> um, in Spider-Man Homecoming, you get to see kind of how he would help mentor somebody and have them be the hero they need to be. He helps Spider-Man figure out that, you know, you're a hero. You just, the power is in you. It's not in a suit. Um, obviously, in Infinity War, when Peter Parker dies, that's a tough scene for me to watch. <laughs> and then um, in Endgame, you get to see it because he, from the start of the movie, he has no idea who's gone and who's still on Earth. So you get to see him worried about Pepper. Um, and then to the end where he's that hologram and telling Morgan, you know, you're going to be good. You know, I love you 3,000. Ugh. God. Yeah, that is my number three, Iron Man. All right, moving on to my number two on my list, we have Spider-Man. He used to be my number one for a long time, 
But um, he got dethroned by someone who we'll get to in a minute. But um, I mean, I love all the Spider-Man movies, even non-MCU uh, ones. It's just Spider-Man, I don't know, just love the character and the video games. I mean, the video games are amazing too. And also, not even Peter Parker related Spider-Man, but uh, Miles Morales is great. Yeah. Um, so I and uh, for the MCU Spider-Man though, I think in my opinion Tom Holland is probably my favorite Spider-Man. I would have to say because I don't know, I just love the way it, it really seems like he's a high schooler and he's playing mm-hmm. the and you're seeing the story in high school. I don't know, I really like that part of it better than the other um, Spider-Mans. And I would say the way they incorporated him into the Avengers and it's his parent, his first appearance in Civil War, like um, when he, when Iron Man goes to get him, and meets Aunt May and all and Peter, and you're just like, oh, finally Spider Man in the MCU. And then he, you see him in the battle. He comes in. Tony calls to him and he jumps down. And it's like, oh wow, this is amazing. And then uh, his interaction with uh, Captain America in that scene too. Where he was talking about where they're from in New York. I just uh, love that part. His whole part in Civil War, I love. And then when he gets into Infinity War, with uh, he starts off on that, uh, what the ship that Thanos had. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even called. know what it's called either, but. Flying Donuts. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he goes up to it and is uh, making references to, I think it was Star Wars, was the movie he yeah. was making a reference to, but it was just hilarious um, seeing that. And then. Um, and then Endgame, when he finally comes back, was just when he hugs or Tony hugs him, and it's like, oh man, this this is sad but amazing. And uh, also, and also in Infinity War, when he when he dies, which you talk, talked about a little bit, but it's yeah. like, wow. But yeah, so I think this Spider Man at two is he would he like I said used to be number one, but been dethroned. Yeah. I know who the number one is. I don't it, just because I know Peyton, so I know what's gonna happen. Um, that's a good number two, though. It's good reasons. My number two, and this is one that again I don't think is gonna make a lot of people's list. Definitely not this high. But I have just fallen in love with this character, Scarlet Witch. Um, shouldn't she be on the villain list? No, she shouldn't. <laughs> I absolutely love her from the minute she's stepped in and was fighting for Ultron. I loved her. I don't know why, but um, she has an awesome storyline from being a Hydra project to trying to kill the Avengers to helping them beat Ultron. I just, I really wish they could have said the word mutant at that point. <laughs> I don't like, what were they called? Miss, what were they what called? Were they it started called? with an M. I can't remember. I don't know either. Somebody in the comments on Instagram, tell us, because <laughs> we know you're going to follow us on Instagram. Because we know if you won't. But anyway, um, yeah, that whole storyline. And then later in that movie, loses her brother, which I hate because I think he could have been a really good character. But I wish we would have got more of him. But um, loses her brother, falls in love with Vision, loses Vision, and then gets dusted. So right there, her storyline has been insane, really tragic already. And then obviously comes back after the, uh, the Hulk snap. Almost kills Thanos. That right there, that scene in that fight is my favorite one in that entire fight. Just, God, when she comes up and she's like, you took everything from me. And yeah. Thanos is like, I don't even know who you are. 
You will. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that just that gets me going every time. Um, that just seeing her power right there is like wow. That really to me confirms that she is the strongest Avenger. She is the most powerful one, and she would destroy everything. And then we see in her show that she almost does destroy everything, <laughs> um, which I love. Um, she's a truly powerful person, powerful superhero. Um, again, like I said, she almost killed Thanos. She has created that entire bubble where she took takes over. If you haven't seen Wandavision, sorry, but she takes over a um a town, kind of brainwashes sort of all the people there until they start figuring it out, and um is having her own little life there. And then at the end of that show, you see her kind of really take over that Scarlet Witch role you know she's been wanda maximoff for the movies and everything up until this point she comes up like a phoenix out of the ashes in that beautiful suit looking so good and she's finally scarlet witch she's got the little crown on and that right there is the reason why i love her so much and then we see at the end if you watch the uh credit scene she's learning that dark magic from that book what's that book called i forgot we are not doing great today with remembering things. <laughs> yeah. But she's learning that dark magic. Um, I believe that she is going to be the reason mutants finally come in. I think that's coming. Um, and again, I want to highlight that beautiful Scarlet Witch shot where she just comes up. I just love that. That is why she's my number two. One of my favorite characters ever. And I'm so excited to see what happens. And honestly, probably a little bit of Spider-Man No Way Home and um, Doctor Strange. I'm so excited to see what happens with her. All right. Time for the number one. I will say it's uh, definitely not Scarlet Witch. Sorry, Zach. That's fine. But, uh, no. My number one has to be Star-Lord. He just, from the moment after, as soon as I watched Guardians 1, I came out of that movie like, wow, I think I have a new favorite. And then seeing Guardians 2 just kind of sealed it. And then he's just amazing in Infinity War and Endgame, in my opinion, too. Um, but in my opinion, he's the funniest character in the MCU. I love his backstory, how you see him start on Earth, and he gets taken by Yondu, and he then you see him on um, find the Guardians or like and figure out and make them a group, and uh, then finding out his dad is a, a planet and <laughs> all yeah. that is just crazy. But um, I really like the dynamic with him and Yondu. At first, I didn't, but then when you get into Guardians 2, I mean, yeah. it was just great um, seeing Yondu save him, sacrifice himself. Wow. But uh, I think Star-Lord is just – I love how he plays the music all the time. He's got to have that music. Um, that, literally you. <laughs> yeah, literally me. I, I am always listening to music. But the first scene of Guardians, when he's dancing uh, – into that place to get the uh, which, which is actually the power stone. You don't know it, but and he's dancing into it to the music, grabbing those creatures. I don't even know what you would call them, kind of like lizard things, and yeah. like singing into them. I just I love that scene so much. It's just the great, the best way to introduce him to the MCU, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, and then I really love uh, in um his whole interactions with all the guardians. I mean, him and Rocket always arguing about everything. <laughs> And then just anything with Drax is going to be hilarious. I mean, and then his the thing with Thor. Oh yeah, the, the thing with Thor. Over who's the captain? At the fighting end. over who's oh. the captain. I mean that part. I uh, just, I mean Star Wars is hilarious. And let me just say, 
I know a lot of people like to bring up Infinity War and that it's his fault that <laughs> everyone got snapped away because yeah, he got mad. But me, you know what? You're wrong because Doctor Strange took a look and there was one way that they could win. So technically, Star Wars did everyone a favor by doing that because they wouldn't have won otherwise. So you should really be thanking Star Lord for that and not being mad at him. So yeah, Star Lord number one. Go ahead, Zach. Before I give you my number one, I do want to say Chris Pratt is not the worst Hollywood Chris at all. <laughs> I, he's just not. I don't agree with everything that he believes, but he is he's a really cool guy from what I've seen. All right, my number one. There's not going to be any surprise here, especially if you know me. Um, it is the one and the best Spider-Man. First off, perfect casting. Tom Holland is the best person they could have gotten here. I, I just I can't see anybody else playing Spider-Man. And he's the best Spider-Man. Toby was good, and obviously he did a lot, and those movies did a lot for comic book movies. Um, don't want to take away from that. I still refuse to see Andrew Garfield because that's a little scary. Maybe I'll see him in No Way Home. Um, but um, Tom Holland is just the best. Like you said earlier, he really feels like a high schooler. And like I said last week, I'm really drawn to that. I just, for some reason, I love the high school type stuff. Um, and he just, he fits it perfectly. His character arcs so far have been awesome. Um, you see it in Civil War. And then at the start of Homecoming, where he's like, you know, he's really high on life. He's like, holy crap, I went to Germany and fought the Avengers. Like, that's insane. And then you get to see in Homecoming, you know, he wants to keep doing more. He wants to keep doing more. And he thinks that it's all, you know, he's a hero because of his suit. And he's got to learn. It's like, no, you are a hero because you're Peter Parker and you have these powers, not because of the suit. Um, so you really get to see him become and accept that role. You know, right now at that moment in time in Homecoming, he's not the biggest superhero. That's just how it is. He's got to deal with the smaller stuff at home. And then we see he's really thrust into that huge role in Infinity War, mainly because it was his fault because he uh, should have gone home and Tony tried to send him home. But I'm so happy. Well, yeah, I'm happy he didn't. But um, I was thinking, you know, maybe he would have been alive. But yeah, it didn't matter. Um, but yeah, he's really thrust into that role and we see him perform good. He comes up with that awesome plan to take down, take over that ship. He has so many good fight scenes in infinity war. Him and Tony obviously almost got that, um, got the gauntlet off. See, so he didn't. And then in Endgame, when he comes back, he's helping take that gauntlet to iron man. And obviously in his other movie, far from home, he's kind of stepped up and again, a smaller hero, but mysterious or a smaller villain, but still a pretty big one. Um, I just completely rambled. Where was I? We get to see him um, in Far From Home deal with loss and get that emotional side because he's without his mentor now, without his father figure, which, you know, getting to see him do that, I thought was really cool. I really like how he makes mistakes like us. I think that's an awesome trait for a character to have. And we, we've seen it, obviously, with Tony Stark doing some of the things he did. Doctor Strange doing some of the things he did. Cap, you know, really fighting hard for Bucky. But um, I don't know. For me, they don't really hit home unless it's Peter Parker. And maybe because that's because he's, you know, that kid and we're pretty young. So maybe we kind of see, you know, ourselves in him a little bit. 
But we get to see his mistakes, like trusting Mysterio as a new father figure, you know, right off rip, which for me, that's something big. I trust people way too soon. I'm still rambling, but <laughs> but yeah, I love that. His relationship with Tony was so wholesome just to see kind of that mentor and father-son do dynamic. I think it really got highlighted in Endgame whenever the Avengers who were left came to Tony's house and you, you see him cleaning up the dishes and he looks at that picture and he's like, okay, I got to figure something out because I need this kid here. And Tony knows how big – how Tony knows the big role he's about to have. He's hilarious in every movie he's in. Um, he pulls at your heart just with his death scenes, the fact that his is so prolonged. And it's like, oh, my God, we really just got Spider-Man back, and he's so good, and we got to watch him die, and Tony's got to watch him die. And then pulling at your heart on the other end, but Iron Man is dying. Um, I think his potential for the rest of the movies is absolutely massive. He is going to, in my opinion, take over that Iron Man type role as, you know, who's the top dog here. Because it's Spider-Man. He's always been the most popular besides maybe Wolverine. Um, Sony and Disney, figure it out. I'm tired of having this battle. Sony, either sell them or Disney buy Sony or give them whatever they want. Okay? Figure it out because I cannot have Tom Holland taken away from me. And I can't have his Spider-Man gone. All right. But that is, I mean, that's our list. Yep, that's it. What are your thoughts? I'm Uh, on Oh, yeah. One more thing. Can Spider-Man have a final battle battle with a villain by dancing? Can he win a battle by dancing? Yeah, didn't think so. He doesn't need to. Star-Lord Superior. He's not. All right, what are your thoughts on my list, Annie? Um, I know you're going to have something that you hate, but... Obviously, I would not have Scarlet Witch that high. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I mean, I like your list. I could see Loki. Loki, I just because I didn't consider him as a hero, but, I mean, I could see him being that high. Other than that... Uh, Scarlet Witch being too high is my biggest thing. I'm oh yeah, I'm shocked. I really thought you were gonna put Captain Marvel in there because I know really? you like Captain Marvel. So see the, that was gonna get you right. <laughs> see the thing is, I I do like Captain Marvel, um, but I like the her movie version of her. The Endgame version, I don't want to talk about her. Let me just Jesus. say, I didn't like her in their movie. I didn't like her in Endgame, but then I like started reading the comics. And now I just absolutely despise her. <laughs> like, there's some things she does. And I'm just like, and and it, like I know it's not the technical MCU one, but like it just it just transfers for me. It's it's the hair. I don't <laughs> get it. I don't understand how we go from long, and it, it looks good long. And I know that obviously looks are sub, sub, uh, subjective and all that stuff. But she's got the long hair. It looks really good, and then all of a sudden it's cut short, and she's a little bit of a bitch. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but she's a little rude. She she just comes in there and she's like, "Yeah, I'm the I'm the most powerful person here." And that's just how it is. And let's just go kill Thanos. It's not that difficult. <sighs> yeah. And then spoiler alert if you haven't seen Shang-Chi, I don't understand what's going on. How far back or how long after is Shang-Chi after Endgame? I that's what I need to know because if you've watched Shang-Chi, I'm saying it completely wrong, but I'm sorry. If you've seen it, I'm heated right now. <laughs> if you've seen it and you've seen the 
mid credit scene, she's got the long hair back. And it takes a while for hair to grow. Don't say it because she does not have a superpower where she grows her I'm hair fast. I'm telling you, that's the only explanation. Captain no. Marvel can just grow her hair at will. And I can't no. figure think of anything else. If no. you know why, please let us know because we've been trying to figure it out for days. Also, speaking on Shang-Chi, let me say it right. He, um, we don't have him on either of our lists because we think he's a little just too new. Yeah, it yeah. could he could possibly get there. I just need to see him more yeah. beforehand because all of these people have been in multiple movies or shows. Yeah. And like we've known them a lot longer, but Shang-Chi is just. Or they were just absolutely huge and had a huge Yeah. Role. So, I mean, yeah. Shang-Chi could definitely make his way on the my list. Yeah. But yeah, I think that is it for this episode. Next week, what are we looking at? Right now, the options I've got written down are villains, side characters, or moments. So which one are we thinking? Man, I ha, I don't know. It's a tough one. I, I Villains or side characters? Let's narrow down one of those two. I, I think that villains would make most sense just coming from yeah. heroes. Or we... I mean, side characters does too, because it's like, I think that a lot of the side characters that we would pick would kind of go along, but I'm down with villains. I think it should All be villains. Right, villains it is. Villains. All right, next week will be Marvel villains. Make sure that you tune, or MCU villains, make sure you tune in. Um, there will be a post on Instagram. Remember to go follow us at the ER pod, T-H-E-E-R-P-O-D. But yeah. That's it from us. Thanks for listening. Love you. Love you. Bye.